Yeah. Welcome to the bungalow. Welcome to the bungalow. Welcome to the bungalow. Yeah, this your favorite show. Cindy and Kale coming through. They about to let it go. Welcome to the bungalow. Relax, have a seat. Life, loving comics is the place to be. He's a comic book writer. She's a music lover. Things get a little crazy when these two get together. Life's a surprise, like unpredictable weather. But when you got someone you love, it just make it all better. Daily quizzes tell me, can you keep up? News of the weird. I know you can't get enough. Cullen's Comic Corner. Yeah, it's where it goes down. Welcome to the bungalow, it's our playground, yeah. Welcome to the bungalow, yeah, this your favorite show. Cindy and Kale coming through, they about to let it go. Welcome to the bungalow, relax, have a seat, yeah. Life, loving comics is the place to be. So welcome to the bungalow. From a studio in the heart of Snake Mountain. Let's go. So, earlier today... I uh, went with two of my favorite people Aww. to uh, go have a drink. Josh and, and yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Josh and you. Thank you very much. I am my least favorite person. Whatever. However, I am obviously one of the youngest looking people around. Wow. Because I go. noticed... That Josh ordered his beverage, Cindy ordered her beverage, I ordered my beverage, and the waiter stopped and said, I'm afraid I'm going to have to see your ID, because there's no way possible, sir, (laughs) that you are old enough to order a beverage. I'm thinking that might be a slight exaggeration. Maybe a little. How old did he say he thought I was? You were there, Cindy. Like 50? No. Or uh, he said he thought I was 26 years old. What? I find it strangely. You stepped away from that the table. I you... was not even there when this happened. But Cindy can verify the truth. Unfortunately, I was. Well, okay. I will say this: you had a hat on, and you were wearing a mask. It was an so, old, it was an old man hat, and uh, the mask. Anybody could wear a mask. So what? Everybody's wearing masks. Everybody, all of us were wearing masks. I was the only one who got ID'd because of my mask. Good for you. Well, it just goes to show I am a very virile person. Oh, wow. Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes? (laughs) Virile. Get right with your God. Virile. 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 But anyway, with that uplifting note that everyone can, everyone I think that's Mm. heard this is now inspired by the fact that I do indeed look younger than them. We can welcome you from deep in the heart of Snake Mountain. A podcast from a person who obviously is too young to even do a podcast. Doesn't even know what a podcast means. Too young to podcast. Two little eight pounds, six ounces. <laughs> yes, baby Cullen. That's right. Uh, it is your favorite podcast, The Bungalow. Yay! I am one of your hosts, Cullen Bunn, and with me, as always, is... Cindy Bunn. And special guest star... Back by popular demand. Yeah, buddy. 
who demanded I, I any don't know. Of this? I don't I know. Just, I wanted to say that. I don't know that it was popular demand, but welcome back, Josh. Oh, it's good to be back. Josh Roberts. Thank you for joining Your friend and mine. Good Thank to be you for back joining in, us. Deep in the heart of Snake Mountain. We vacuumed in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Got all the the littered bones of your enemies are all in the pile in the corner. So. <laughs> That's right. See that you're not added to it this yes. evening, sir. Yeah. All right. So what have we been up to, Cindy? What's been going on in our world? Or Josh, you may yeah. also contribute. What's been going on in your world, Josh? We haven't talked to you in a little while. Ooh. Um, not... Much worth talking about. I mean, <laughs> that's good entertainment. <laughs> yeah, that's good <laughs> podcast material. And with that, we'll conclude <laughs> yeah, that's today's it. episode. No, I I am now uh, managing a medical cannabis dispensary, so that's pretty awesome. And that makes that Josh awesome. my new best friend. That's right. <laughs> Come talk to me. <laughs> and that's been. I mean, you've been working on getting that together for several months. Yeah, now, I've been right? part yeah. of it for. Maybe six months or more now. Yeah, but they uh, just opened up. We opened. We officially opened on January thirtieth oh. with actual THC products. So before that, we had a soft opening where we were just selling CBD and accessories and stuff like that. So but yeah, it's been great. It's a very patient focused business, and I love it. It's very rewarding. We're actually helping people match up their ailments with uh, being able to dose with cannabis without having the intoxicating effect and you know we're keeping it very professional it's awesome so so i'm asking for a friend oh god so i'm i'm <laughs> definitely to, for a friend i might have to cut this section whatever he's <laughs> about to ask so let's say my friend is looking for something to help her sleep at night sure her name is bendy do you have things that will that she can take that will not make her feel like she's seeing bats flying around her house at three in the morning? Yes. It's good to know. Yeah, the the beauty of having this in a medical field now is that they can formulate it and dose it properly so you're not just turning into a zombie on the couch or... But what if I want to be a zombie? <laughs> well, you have that option. No. Well, I was going to ask, no. what if I want to not sleep... But I also would like to see weird bat-like creatures flying around the room. That is entirely possible as well. Wow. Amazing. The, the Don't you wake me up at 3 in the morning. Different levels of cannabis dosing. So, yeah. It's pretty awesome. I wish we had a camera that could capture the judgmental look on our cat's face as she stares at Colin. He doesn't care. All right, well, Cindy, what have you been up to? It's been a little bit since we recorded one of these. We keep talking about this week we're going to record one. This week we're going to record one, and we never do. I know. I told uh, Shannon Nevels, I told her a couple weeks ago, oh, we'll have one out by the end of February. Don't worry. Well, it's not the end of February yet. (laughs) It's not the end of February yet. Um, What have I been up to? Uh... It's been kind of a rough few weeks for me. I've been kind of in and out with depression. So I spent a lot of time absorbed in TikTok trying to... That's why you're so damn depressed. Just forget reality. I just look at other people's bullshit on TikTok. I've become obsessed with learning how to make soap. 
I want to learn how to make homemade soap. Although I fear with my adult attention deficit disorder that I'm going to buy all the stuff to make it and I'm going to get overwhelmed in the first five minutes and then put it away and never touch it again. Because that's how I am. We'll just take it in stages. Yeah. And um, I've been watching a lot of Netflix and a lot of Paramount. Not Paramount, Peacock. That's right. I've been watching, I watch Leave It to Beaver at night before I go to bed. Nice. Yeah. Don't spoil it. Don't tell us about it. I've been watching Perry Mason some nights before I go to bed because it's on at like 11 or 11.30 on MeTV. Hey, about that though, you guys watching Perry Mason and Leave It to Beaver, does the nursing home allow you to keep your TVs on after like 9 o'clock? Mm. I will turn my head, Josh. <laughs> what are you? What are you watching at night? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You go to bed at seven o'clock. Ah! Yeah, but I watch right, right after the early bird special dinner. But I watch about Touché. five to six hours of TV as in bed. Oh, do you? I did. I I've been watching. Is that in between you. the moments when you're snoring? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching. Uh, I've been finishing up the show, the Vikings TV show, uh-huh. which I watched years ago. And never finished. And then uh, I decided to go ahead and go back and rewatch the episodes I'd watched before and uh, then finish the episodes I haven't watched. And I can't tell. I watched the last episode last night and I can't tell if that was it. <laughs> like, is there another one? I think that was it. I think that was the, the it ends and there's not another season. Mm-hmm. But there should be another season oh. because it ends on a big. I mean, it's pretty final, but it could also it. There was a lot, the, a lot of story that could be told. Did the hot guy with the skull braids die? I. What's a skull braid? I don't know. That's just what I call it. <laughs> He's a what, black... What's a skull braid? <laughs> the guy who Where they take the bones of your head. <laughs> no, no, he was a he was the blonde guy. They're all blonde. They're Vikings, <laughs> and he like. It looked like he had, like, a really long mohawk, but he had all his hair braided down the middle of his head. That's Bjorn Ironside. Is he dead? I guess the show's been over for years now, right? I mean, it <laughs> I has don't a, know. It seems that Bjorn might have died in the last episode. <gasps> yeah. That's why I said it looks like they needed another season to determine did Bjorn die or not. Was he the main character? Vikings was a weird show in that the main characters changed over the course of the show. Like, the main characters died off, and, you know, then they, you know, their children would become, would become the main character. That's cool. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Bjorn Ironside. And sometimes he'd wear it in braids. Although I don't see any pictures of him in, with it in A braids. skull braid? Yeah, He's the son of Ragnar Lothbrook. Carry on. I'm, Lothbrook. I'm looking at pictures right now. Look at that. That's a pretty man right there. He he's looks al- like he's ten. He's also. No. He's also in a movie called Final Girl. I think where he's like a. He's a like a rich kid who takes girls out in the woods and kills him and then he gets the wrong girl and she she like 
turns the tables on them. Mm. I think mm. that movie's called Final Girl. I can't well, remember. It's been a then, few years. It's been a few years. It's got the girl from... Uh, That's not the movie we watched with... And the girl ended up in the house. And no, you're she thinking was talking of, to you're somebody. You're thinking of Jordy, Jordy, uh, the, Behind the Mask. With a girl. Is the final girl. But this movie is called Final Girl. It stars Abigail Breslin. The girl from Zombieland, I think. Yeah. The younger girl from Zombieland. I think that's who's in it. It's Her been a few years. just died. Oh. From COVID. Mm. That COVID's still around? Yep. Yes. Oh, I thought we were done with that. <laughs> it, hasn't reached, it hasn't reached Snake Mountain, but it's still out there. <laughs> I, I thought we were done with it. It's funny, I was just, this morning I was thinking, last week was a year since I have been to any comic book conventions. Because wow. I went to C2E2 right before everything went to hell. And you got sick. I did get sick. I don't know if it was COVID. I mean, I get sick after a lot of conventions. I almost always get sick. I believe but, that was COVID. But it was the sickest I've ever been. I mean, it's Because then it you was gave awful. it to me. And, and you had all the same symptoms that they later said were COVID, so. Yeah, I could get, I guess, the antibody test or whatever, but. I think it's too late now. It doesn't have to be within, like, six months. Seems like it, yeah. I think that antibody is passed, but. Hey, don't question my antibodies. Mm-hmm. They're really good. I got the best antibodies. Yeah? Yeah. The best ever? Ever. They're like better than any other antibodies that you could ever want to have? That's true. But I did get sick right after C2E2 um, last year, and it was the worst I felt in a long time. So hmm. maybe I got COVID. Who knows? Or I maybe I just got con, con crud. It could have just been con No, crud because again. then you gave it to me about a week not quite a week later, and I was as sick as I've ever been in my life. Yeah, it was rough. And the one thing I distinctly remember was I lost my sense of taste and smell because I hadn't had that for many years since the one time I got sick with bronchitis and lost my sense of smell. Remember that? Yeah. And it was gone for like two months. Right. So I was terrified last year when my when it went away again. I was like... Oh, Lord, here we go again. Yeah. It came back after. Well, it's been a year since I've been to a comic book convention, and who knows if when they're going to start doing comic book conventions Hang again. Hang in there, well, there, there are some that are scheduled again. I know, and I heard some people say there were some smaller ones that were scheduled, but I'm not going to. Look, it's going to be a while before I go to a convention again. And... uh I'm going to change my approach to conventions when I go again. You're only going to cosplay? <laughs> I'm only cosplaying <laughs> as a 26-year-old. Yeah. 26-year-old <laughs> Dragon Ball Z fan. <laughs> I was never a big Dragon Ball Z fan, so I can't I don't okay, know Dragon much Dragon Ball. I don't know much about Goku. I don't know much about Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball. Okay. The closest I got to that genre was Ice Age card captors. <laughs> that's pretty yeah I mean I know what that is but I couldn't tell you a character in it Sakura I think was one of them <laughs> holy cow you actually know the characters this is a side, a side of Cindy I have never knew that she knew that's characters only, you that's know only, characters from Card Captors that's the only name I remember and can you it sing may the, be wrong can no. you th sing the theme song no. Card Captors <laughs> is that really the theme song 
No, but I'm assuming it's so- I'm assuming it's something very similar. Very upbeat. Sakura or Samora or something like I that. I think you were right, Sakura. I, oh, I didn't know you liked it too. Well, no, Josh. what I remember is that it was a card game, right? Oh, you think? Oh, I don't know. I watched you, it. On no, Saturday it's just morning. called Card Captors and has no physical okay, component. Buddy. <laughs> I'm coming over the table. <laughs> but yeah, so I think the the card game was actually called Card Captor Sakura. So I think it was based on that character. It's, uh... Well, we can't play it on No, you can't we? play the... You have to get... That was right, Sakura! Yeah. Card Captor! Yep. My name is Sakura! That's the way the theme song went, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're right. So I decided long ago, if I ever caught Never play, to walk in anyone else's shadow? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I if I ever cosplay, it's I'm gonna be Captain Chaos from Cannonball Run. Dom DeLuise's. You'd have to three. shave a little bit, but not much. That's a good one for you, man. Yeah, I've yeah. even looked up to buy the the white suit and the. the I like cape. that. Yeah, so I think if if I ever decide to go cosplay, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> if you do that. Can I cosplay as Burt Reynolds? Not because I think I could be a good Burt Reynolds, but because I get to slap you every now and again. If you think that that <laughs> was going to allow you to slap me... If we're in character... Then we need to have a conversation. If we're in character, what is Captain Chaos? Doesn't he go, dum-dum-dum? Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't slap Captain Chaos. He doesn't? No. Mm. So, you need to watch the movie again. It's been a long time. And it's really since. just the outtakes where he slaps him. Well, that's what we're co- that's what we're cosplaying as. This is the outtakes of Cannonball Run. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. that's that's that is what our cosplay theme is. The Cannonball Run outtake. He still doesn't slap Captain Chaos, so he doesn't. No. He only slaps Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Well, that's sad. Poor Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Abuse. I had the biggest crush on his son when he was on Twenty One Jump Street. As a matter of fact, yes. Was it oh, Peter? Yeah. Was that Peter DeLuise? Peter DeLuise. Yes, yeah. I think uh, so. Yeah. He was so cute. He was also on SeaQuest. I believe. DSV? I don't know all those details, but I know it was a show called Sequest, and one DSV. episode one episode had a giant alligator in it. That's oh. the only thing I know about it, is they had a giant alligator in one of the episodes. What was the premise of that? Um, they were in the sea, <laughs> and they were questing, and they were questing for something. I honestly, seriously, I never watched the show. I just know, was who was the leader of Sequest? Wasn't it like... Like, wasn't it Rob? Who was that? It's Mark Harmon. It wasn't Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon. I don't know. What, oh, wait, so that's was it Jonathan Taylor Thomas that was the kid on he it? He was the kid. I knew he was a kid in it. And they had a talking dolphin. <laughs> the dolphins talk. Ridiculous. <laughs> dolphins are very smart. Dude. I know, they're smarter than us. Well, some of you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's on my business card, Cullen Bunn. Smarter than a dolphin. Smarter than most dolphins. <laughs> most dolphins. This I... may be the final bunker. <laughs> this is going. Right? Well, um, that's interesting. I have not thought of Sequest in many years. I'm glad I could bring that up. I did like 21 Jump Street quite a bit, though, as Who's a kid. going to be there when your back's against the wall? Johnny Depp. And Peter DeLuise. That's right. And Richard Grieco. And Richard Grieco. Richard Grieco. God bless Richard Grieco. <laughs> Someone has to. I just remember they all wore silk shirts, and I wanted oh, silk yeah. shirts. I was like, I should get some silk shirts. Because that was very big back in the 21 Do you own silk shirts now? 
<laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Do you? I, I will tell you. Let me he tell you. He sleeps in them, Josh. Egyptian <laughs> let me tell you guys this, and this is true. I'm a victim of a crime. Oh Lord, here we go. So it's I don't warmer. even know where this is going. It's <laughs> warmer today than it has been in a while. Yeah. So I went into the closet. And I was like, I gotta wear a shirt that's not a hoodie. Which, first of all, that's a crime against humanity that I have to wear anything that's not a hoodie. Uh huh. Because I love. Oh my god! Please, we know you have all the hoodies ever. Yes, we know you like to look like it's a ridiculous. homeless person wearing a hoodie. But all the hoodies. I pulled out some shirts that were a little bit cooler to wear mm-hmm. in the warm weather. Velour. No, Neil. just just cooler shirts. And guess what? Someone has gone into my closet and replaced all my shirts with shirts that are about a size or two smaller <laughs> than they are supposed to be. How dare they? Because none of my shirts fit the way they're supposed have you to. Your son's closet. <laughs> it is because possible that you have, we've put them in the wrong. Seems closet. it seems very feasible these days. Like I'll be doing laundry and I'll hold up a pair of men. Or not even men's. I hold up a pair of male boxer briefs, and I seriously sometimes have to decide: are these Cullens or are these squishes? I don't know that that's something I like to share, but okay, <laughs> you know, I mean, whatever. Um, I don't just worry. Know- Yours are always bigger and full of holes, and have more. Holes, holes, holes in them. And they're raggedy, old, <laughs> faded. This one, will, excuse me, I'm eating an ice cube with tire tracks. Just from the chlorine and the swim spray. That is true. All of my all of my underwear does does look a little tie dyed because of the chlorine in the swim spa. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. There you go. <laughs> Good for you. But all my clothes have definitely shrunk. So now I actually have to exercise or something to get into shape that I can wear my clothes again. That's a tough nut to crack. It is a tough nut to crack. I don't understand it because you and I were on a weight loss journey together last fall. Right? Was it last fall? Yes. What? I'm not being sarcastic. No, the dog is growling like he's oh. he's upset by this conversation. Because he knows he's, he's a big fat. Your feet. He's a big fat pork pie too, and he's probably feeling guilt by association. Are 26-year-olds a little chubbier than older people? Because maybe that's why that guy thought oh, I was... Oh, that must have been it. 26. It's all in your head. <laughs> anyway, Sammy, what stop. were you saying about our weight loss journey? I don't even remember. Samson Marie. Well, listen, we all went through a year of hell with COVID and the shutdown and everything. Yes. And the last thing that most of us wanted to do was be upbeat and... And motivated. I get it. Right. So now we're, you know, there's there's light at the end of that tunnel now. You know, we start thinking about getting back on board with the things that we got off board of. And <laughs> Our dog is, <laughs> is going crazy. Him and the cat are playing. Yet again. Tag. Yet again, the high and quality. Any second, any second we're going to hear a shriek from the dog because the cat's going to get tired of his crap. And it's whoop him. Gonna, and gonna whip him and put him back in his place. And then the poor dog is gonna wander around like an injured whatever. 
Anyway. That'll keep him busy. For two seconds. He can't get it. I know, I threw an ice cube, but it went behind something. <gasps> Go get that for him. <laughs> He's so upset. Hey, poor baby. But anyway. He's misunderstood. I think we could all set some weight loss goals for this year and have a better chance of accomplishing them. Hey, how about you stop judging me and we'll be all right. I'm not judging you. (laughs) Here's my thoughts. So, I'm not sure why this happened for me. Maybe it means there's a medical problem with me. I don't know. But... Cullen and I went on this weight loss journey, and right around Halloween, we were like, whatever. Food schmood. Right (laughs) Right around the time we started eating candy. Yeah. (laughs) And then we had Thanksgiving, and then we had Christmas, and we had New Year's, and after that, we were just like, screw it. How are you supposed to do it? How? But I... It's a good question. I have managed... Right between Halloween... And Christmas, I gained about 10 pounds back. But since that initial 10-pound gain, I have not gained anything back. So I'm still at a minus 20 pounds, which most people would be like, right on, that's awesome, kick ass. But I know the sludge I've been eating. Mm-hmm. So, so this raises a flag of caution for me. So, I don't know. Well, I don't know either. I don't know who replaced my shirts. It's very upsetting. Speaking of candy, Cindy, you posed an interesting question to me. I did? Recently. About candy. Oh, yeah. So, there are... We'll test Josh first on this. There are chocolate peanut butter cups. What are those called? What's the brand? Reese's. Is that how you say it? Yes, it is. Cindy pointed out to me that some people pronounce it as Reese's. Reese's. So because they can't see the... Uh, apostrophe? Yeah, the apostrophe. I don't know. But Cindy found out somewhere, was it on TikTok? It was people, on TikTok. People are calling it Reese's. People call them Reese's. Reese's peanut butter cups. That's wrong. That I mean, that's... Wrong. That is... I mean, because... And what I told Cindy was... That's obviously wrong because there is a candy called Reese's Pieces that's specifically called that because Unless it Unless they pronounce it Reese's Pieces. That sounds dirty. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not it. Hey, baby. Yes. <laughs> that's not You're it. You're going to give me a little of your Reese's Pieces. No, that, I don't like that. Reese's Pieces. So that, <laughs> so that <laughs> that's so creepy. So that made me think, what are other terms that you know that are, are pronounced differently? For instance, I when I first moved to Missouri, I met some people who, and this was a certain wait, wait, southern, wait. yes. You mean Missouri? Well, there, okay, there's a good one. Missouri or Missouri. Which is it? It's Missouri. But everybody says Missouri because they're hillbillies. I think I've always said Missouri. Yeah, I've always said Missouri. When I Maybe first, that's the difference between Springfield and St. Louis. It probably so. is. When I first moved to Missouri and all my friends were living in North Carolina, we called it Misery because yeah. that's where I've I was called stuck. it that many times. Yeah. That's but a I, state and fact. But I have heard a lot of people call it Missouri. What do you call the main highway that goes from here to, like, St. Louis? What do you call that? That's 44. What do you call it? I-44. 
Well, but you say forty. You don't say fire de fire. Fire de fire. <laughs> it's fire de no, fire. No. Yeah. I see, don't. I always say forty four too. Yeah, Who says fire de fire? That's a St. Louis thing. I used to. I don't know. I'm. I I grew up in St. Louis my whole life. I never called it Farty Far. Well, when did you first hear called Farty Far? Farty Far. I had I had a seventh in seventh grade. I had a math teacher from Chicago, and that's where. There you go. It's the Chicago Farty Far. <laughs> but he used to tease us. It it still blows my mind. Like like I used to go on that cruise once a year, mm-hmm. and I'd get up with my friends. And they would always laugh and go, I love your accent. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I don't hear an accent. I don't have an accent. None of y'all do. No, I got an accent. But my good old North Carolina country boy here do. From North Kakalaka. Um, So, you know, North Carolina, like... I've always this route or route. Which one is it? Route. It's route. It's I, route. I grew up calling it route. Route, route sixty six. It's route sixty six. No, it's route. I have changed my. T- I now say route, but I grew up saying that word would have been pronounced route. Get your kicks on route sixty six. What yeah. are you talking about? Song. I'm just kidding, but like we talked about, uh, like when I moved to Missouri, people would call it uh, was it uh, Warsh instead of Wash. I heard some yeah. people where I yeah. where I live were called Warsh. Um, my mom from Georgia always pronounced anything that was like that had the word odd, so Todd or Pod was always Tard or Pard. She couldn't. She always said it with a. With an A-R-D sound, an ARD sound. And that was her Georgia coming out. As at least that's what we always made fun of her about. Interesting. P-Pards. She's like, let's, let's shuck those P-Pards. P-Pards. <laughs> I wish I'd heard her say that. P-Pards. And those P-Pards. You don't know P-Pards? You guys didn't have P-Pards here? P-Pods? P-Pards is the, the, the way it's pronounced. P-Pods? Pronounced par, but anyway, uh, or tard. If you had a friend named Todd, he was going to be called tard when it came to my mom, and you're like, "Hey, tard." So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember I made fun of. We used to make fun of her when I was a kid because of her pronunciation of mainly pod. It was always pard. Who was her? And someone I remember once changed the uh, lettering in one of my issues of. Or added, they add, the editor added balloons to an issue of Venom I wrote that was set in Philadelphia. And they wrote in, get to the wooder. And I did, I had no idea. People, like, I was doing a signing and someone said, what does this mean, get to the wooder? And I was like, I have no idea where that line even came from. That's hmm. how they say water. Yeah, that's what I found out later. But I had no idea what get to the wooder meant. <laughs> I was like, what does that I only mean? know that because I dated a guy from... Philadelphia, the Philly, Philadelphia area. But yeah, I remember the day that issue came out, and somebody said, "What does Wooder mean?" And I was like, "I have. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Why I don't not? even know." And the editor had gone in and added balloons that said, "Get to the Wooder." Get to the Wooder. It made it gooder. No, it didn't. It made it awful, and I hated it. You don't appreciate that. I did not like it. I did. I don't like that. I wish I could find that video again. No, I didn't like it. I don't want that. I don't want that. So, uh, 
Anything else big going on in our lives right now? I'm very excited for the Oprah interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Cindy's going to watch the Oprah interview tonight. Train wreck of the royal family. I don't know anything about the royal family. Well, I do because I've been watching The Crown. So I am your go-to source for all things Queen Elizabeth. Is that They don't like that show, right? The royal family doesn't approve? Not at all. Which I don't blame them, because it pretty much calls them out for being deceitful, dirty (laughs) people. Not good people. Yeah. But you know how us U.S. citizens love a good scandal. That's right. We eat it up. We do like scandals. Like peanut butter. The the one thing that bothered me about it is they made Jackie O, at the time, Jackie Kennedy... They made her look like such a bitch. The show did or yes, the royal family? The show did. The show did. What? Now I don't know. I don't I always saw Jack Jack blah blah. I always saw Jackie Kennedy as like this kind, mm-hmm. quiet, reserved. Yeah. Right, and elegant. They, yes. Mm-hmm. And they they made her seem like like in one part they she went to this dinner party and apparently badmouthed the queen and Buckingham Palace and just trashed, trash talked it all, and I was like, "No, hmm. no." Well, who knows? I mean, I don't know much about the show, so I can't speak to it. I mean, it it sounds like deconstruction to me. Like you know, they're the whole thing is it's deconstructing what you think you knew about these people. It's, yeah, and but, it definitely uh, does. And you have to that. take that with a grain of salt. Who knows? Who knows if it's real or not? Wasn't there a lot of backlash about the portrayal of Diana? See, I haven't got that far yet. I don't know. I'm on season three, so I just got to the point um, where they had the. Uh, oh gosh, I'm too tired to think. The with like the Suez Canal, mm-hmm. they just got through all that. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So I don't know anything about the crown or the royal family. I'm not. I'm well, not. A, I'm gonna know all I need to know tonight after I listen to Meghan Markle talk. Is it just Meghan Markle? No, Prince Harry. God, I hope Prince Harry. Who, of course, who Please doesn't? Please let it be Prince. You know what's really bizarre to me? Growing up, I always thought Prince William was the cuter of the two. I always felt bad for Prince Harry. I was like, oh, that Prince Harry, bless his heart. He's just not a pretty boy. And now, later on in life, I'm like, hey, hey Prince Harry, how you doing? You're actually, you actually say, how you doing? Yeah. Like Joey? Yeah. To Prince Harry, I do. We have that camaraderie. Okay. Okay, Joey. How you doing? Thank you. Hey, Cullen. How you doing? I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> I'm just fine. All right, what else do we have to talk about today? Oh. We've talked about all the important news of the of the world. What's going on with you in comics, my friend? Comic books. Well, I already told you I haven't been to a convention in a year. That's the beginning. That's but that doesn't mean your work. About. That doesn't mean your work stopped. Yeah. What are you working on? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. No, you know, there's some there's some cool stuff going on in comics. You guys heard of heard of uh heard of comic books? Um 
I got uh, in just a couple of weeks, Shadow Man number one finally comes out Woo-hoo! from Valiant Comics. Only ten thousand years late. It's not ten thousand, but it was you know it was announced last year at C two E two, and then got uh, got delayed because of the world. Um, but it's still up. You can still pre-order issue one. Now, Josh, you used to run a comic shop. What can you tell us about pre-ordering and the importance of pre-ordering? Well, it's important to let your comic shop know that you want this book. Because especially now with how uh, tight everything is and how many stores have not survived with the COVID shutdowns and everything, uh, they need to know how many copies to order. So it's better for you to tell them you want it than to wait and hope that you can just buy it off the shelf. Plus, most most stores are going to give you some kind of discount for pre-ordering anyway, so you get a little bump off of there, and everybody's happy. Nice. Yeah, a lot of them do do that. A lot of them give discounts, but it absolutely helps the comic book shops. Yeah. Because it's basically, instead of them taking the risk on ordering a copy, they're... It's a guaranteed it's sale. guaranteed sale, so it's so pretty easy. if you're saying pre-orders are still open, when, when's, when does that... What's the final order cutoff? So I believe final order cutoff is the first... Monday in April. So then, so you got a couple of weeks. weeks. So then, does the comic not come out for two months after that? No, it's like final order. I used to think final order cutoff was a couple of months before the issue. It's just a couple of weeks. So final order cutoff is like the first Monday in April, and then the issue comes out late April, like twenty eighth, whatever, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, somewhere right around there. So that's Shadow Man number one. Please call your comic shop and order it. If you like Shadow Man, you'll like the book. If you have never read a Shadow Man story before, you're probably going to like the book. I can tell you this. Cullen let me look at some of the pages, uh, and it looks awesome. So, And it's right up Cullen's alley. It's in his wheelhouse for the type of stuff that he writes. So if you like that horror with a little more of a supernatural bend to it, I think it's going to be perfect. That's right. And hey, if you don't want to wait, guess what's out already, folks? Harrow County Omnibus One. That's beautiful. A gigantic trade paperback that collects issues 1 through 16 of Harrow County. Is that at a, half of the series? Half the series. At a, what's the price on that thing, Josh? Well, you got to put your glasses on? Yeah, I got to put my glasses yeah. on. Old man. Old eyes. 30 bucks. For 30 bucks, 16 issues of content. Um, there's going to be two of them because this is collects the first half of the series. Second half will be out soon. Um, you can get that now at your comic shop. They can order it if they don't have it on the shelf. It's a big, thick trade paperback, and it's awesome. That's really cool, and that's a great way to read that series, too. You can get a lot more content crammed in there. That's right, and talking about content crammed into a beautiful trade paperback... Guess what else is out? Or coming out this Wednesday, I believe. Rogue Planet. Volume 1. Well, the only volume. It's a five. It's the collection of the five-issue series. This is the whole series? The whole series. Rogue Planet coming out in trade paperback this week. Um, you can get it at your local comic shop. It's a gorgeous series with lots of squishy, horrible events transpiring <laughs> on a poor, hapless crew of a spaceship out in the middle of the depths of space. Nice. Rogue Planet. Awesome book. I think we talked about piecemeal. Guys, I don't know. We talked about piecemeal? 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, wow. piecemeal is out from Aftershock. It's a one shot. You can get that right now. I'm going to keep this one. That's fine. You can have that one. I think I got a stack of them over there. <laughs> I think I have a stack of comics. But yeah, so piecemeal's out. Uh, there's a lot of new trades out. I think Dark Ark After the Flood Volume 1 came out finally. Um, and then Aftershock put out a big hardcover of all, almost all my Aftershock stuff called All My Little Demons. That's oh, out. I thought it was called uh, Cullen Bun Dirty Little Monster. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to write that down. I like that. Dirty Little Monster. I'm writing it down right now. I'm going to use it for something. That's the sequel to All My Little Demons. Right. Dirty Little Monster. Dirty Little Monsters. I'll keep you my dirty little monster. So, right. so yeah, uh, several cool comic books are out right now. I'm working on some stuff that hasn't been announced yet that I can't tell you about. Why not? Because I'm not allowed to. Oh. But I still have... Uh, another one. You need another drink, Josh? You all right? Uh, yeah, I'll get one here. <laughs> um... I, you know, I have uh, Phantomus on the Scan. It's coming out from Aftershock in a couple of months. That's been announced, which is sort of a Scanners-like psychic horror story. And then uh, Eden, which is another of these 40-plus page one-shots, oversized one-shots, uh, is coming out from uh, Aftershock as well. So the, that's out there. So lots of cool, cool projects in the works. Um, I have also started... A Discord channel for everyone who wants to hang out. I was thinking about you know since I it's been a while since I've been to conventions, but this Discord channel is almost like visiting me at a table at the convention. We can sit and hang out and talk about nonsense that's going on. Uh, talk about comics. Talk about my comics. Talk about other comics, movies, TV shows, whatever you want. All on this Discord channel I started. So, uh, you how, does, check. how does that work? How does Discord work? So, I don't know what Discord's called, but it's sort of like a... It's a server. Uh, it's, a, it's a server where you can go and have conversations and, and everything else. It's, a, it's just a, you know, it's, it's a place to talk and chat. I still haven't figured Discord out yet. I keep saying I'm going to have Squish sit down and explain, explain it. it to me. Is yeah. it free? Yeah, it's a free. I mean, there are you could you can pay to be able to do different, you know, em- emojis and stuff like that. But there's no need to. It's a it's a free a free server. Um, if you go to my website or go to my Twitter, you'll see links to it, so you can sign up if you want to to join it. Is it um, named after the uh, the evil dragon in My Little Pony? I have I so many know. questions <laughs> already. See, that one sentence, that one sentence sets me up. Josh, tell us how you know about My Little Pony Discord. Are right? you a brony? No, I'm not a brony. However, I did own a comic book store. Oh, good call. And I sold uh, the blind box figures from My Little Pony. They sold quite well. And one of them was this multicolored... Uh, Asian style dragon, and his name was Discord. Wow! And it was one of that was one of the bad guys. People told me that was one of the bad guys in the series. I People wonder. Told you. People told me. I wonder if there's any simulation. Yeah, I have no idea. 
Discord is a term. It's been around forever. It's, it's a word. It's, that's what I mean. It's a word. Yeah. It's, it's been around forever. It's not that dragon wasn't... Discord, the server, wasn't named after Discord, the My Little Pony How dragon. How do you know that? How do you know? Because if it is, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be upset. All right, Brony. It'll be okay. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I'll check it out. Discord. It's interesting. Discord. Do you just go to? I mean, I, I'm I'm going to sound like an old man here, but how do I get on Discord? If you go to my website, you'll see there's a there's, there's a, a whole thing. I have, have a link, link. and All there's a right. link. You can go on Discord. You can talk about comics. I post pictures of my collectibles. I post teasers of upcoming comics. I talk about games. People ask me questions. Can I start my own Discord channel about cool shit? Yes, you can. Nice. It could be you can create a channel about anything. It could be Cindy's cool shit channel, and you can just have a channel of Cindy's cool shit. It would be I'd go to that. It would be me, myself, and apparently Josh. <laughs> that would be it. And what are you guys talking about? Card captors, card captors, and the My Little Pony. Jealous. Very. <laughs> You're not invited to her Discord. That's right. <laughs> oh, well, I don't have many card captor uh, stories to share, so it's okay. You're not card captors. You're not invited to Steve Perry's free balling Friday. We're all out there Whoa. capturing some cards. Is that cards? where Steve Perry goes commando in his denim? Oh my gosh! Yes, he does. So a Cindy lot. is a part of a lot of Steve. Perry fandom. I believe that site. Cindy is the biggest Steve Perry fan I have ever known, and I think <laughs> and it's magical. Sees, as you look over you here, the merch. next there's a Steve Perry puzzle with an easy arms reach and a Steve Perry drink tumbler that have I will you, never use. Have you because ever I don't met want to ruin Steve Perry? No. And that is my bucket list. That is. I don't care if I meet any other celebrity again for the rest of my life. Just to have the ability to have five minutes with Steve Perry. I told you my Steve Perry story. I know you did. I have met Steve Perry very briefly. (sighs) From a car window. He stuck his head out of a a limo and said, hi, how you doing? How you guys doing? I'd have wet my pants. (laughs) I would have wet my pants. I was like, oh crap, that is Steve Perry. And then he was gone, but... Oh my gosh! He, how old is Steve Perry? He just had a birthday recently. Yeah, right? he was born in forty nine, so he's seventy two. That's yeah. insane. He doesn't. I mean, I haven't seen him lately, but that. Means oh, he looks. That, he looks amazing. That means in the eighties, he was in his mid thirties mm-hmm. almost. That's crazy. Well, that's shockingly depressing. No, I'm just saying. I just want you to know. He it's it's unusual for rock and roll stars to be older when they in their heyday like that. Well, if you think about it, though, he started in the '70s, right? So, I mean, he was you know. Well, but the guys that started Journey were members of Santana, correct? Neil Sean and. Ansley Dunsbar, yeah. Greg Raleigh. And so they played at Woodstock mm-hmm. in 69. And then when did Journey begin? Journey began... Some people say we start the journey as soon as we're born. We're not talking Some, about that. Oh. <laughs> I'm just... I'm trying to think. Steve Perry... I don't know much about Journey before Steve Perry. Right. 
Um, it, I know it was the early to mid-70s when Journey itself started. Steve Perry's first record with Journey was Infinity. Mm. And I believe that came out in 78, okay. I think. I think it's safe to say that Steve Perry is the Peter Cetera of oh Journey. My, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean that's that's wow. my that's my comparison. That's, that's hate speech right there. <laughs> this that podcast is over. <laughs> that is hate speech for you to say something like that. What are you talking about? Peter, Peter Cetera. Cetera is the most vilified member of Chicago. Wrongfully so. No, obviously, he was not. obviously great. Steve. I wouldn't. I wouldn't listen to Chicago if it wasn't for Peter Cetera. I don't believe you. No, no, it's true. No, he's... Then you've missed out on the good Chicago. <laughs> I I would beg to differ. I would say that Plus, the only time Chicago was good is when it was Peter Cetera. Okay, so let me just stop you right there because the first park. of all, Peter Cetera was an original member of Chicago. But as the lead just singer, stop. as stop. the lead singer, he was the best. Just stop. Yes. So he was there from the beginning. So any Chicago that you listen to has Peter Cetera. Was he singing? He was the bass player. And he did sing on some of the early stuff, too. Listen, I'm not talking about did he sometimes sing. I'm talking about was he the lead singer. I'm going to reach across here (laughs) and slap you into tomorrow. I'm just letting you know that I find them unlistenable. Except I doubt that you have really listened to them. With Peter Cetera as the singer. Without Peter Cetera as the lead singer. Because Saturday, why would I? Saturday in the Park? Saturday! Was Peter Cetera singing that? No. Then it sounds terrible. That was Robert Lamb singing. Yeah, that Robert Lamb doesn't hold a candle to Peter Cetera. Oh gosh, what is wrong with you? How come I know Peter Cetera's name and not Rob, Robert Lamb? Why do I participate in this? <laughs> because I'm just telling you, that's the way it is. And I would say that there are a lot of people out there who agree with me on this Peter Cetera issue. Mm. This feels like that video that ses- that SNL skit, <laughs> right? About, about Weezer. Weezer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just I. Oh, you want to talk about Weezer? Yeah. <laughs> Weezer didn't start until. <laughs> no offense, Josh, but drink my blood. Yeah, yeah but drink my blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I will. Back on top. Well, I will tell you this. What I want to do is Mass Singer, which is coming back this week. Mass Singer last season, I had this great plan that even though none of the singers sounded like Steve Perry, I wanted to go on one of the fan groups that Cindy's a member of and just say like, "That's Steve Perry." No matter who it was, and every week that's Steve Perry because. Some of these fans get so riled up over everything about. I mean, they would they couldn't possibly take it as a joke if I said, you know, whoever it was, no matter who it was, I would right. say something, you know, so, that. The, I've only watched like bits and pieces of of that show. I think it's a cool concept, but I don't quite understand it. Do do they reveal someone every week? So every week, there's the the person who scores the least or gets voted on the least is the best. You know, they, everybody mm-hmm. votes. And the one who gets the fewest points has to take their mask off. Okay, and then they're out? And then they're out of the competition. Interesting. Yeah. So the point is to try to disguise your voice enough that you but well, sing well enough yeah. that you make it to the end. So when they're talking, like they do the interviews, their voices are, are masked yeah, yeah, with like I some sort of, you know, something like that. 
How'd you like that? That was like Twiggy from Buck Rogers. Beedy, beedy, beedy. Okay, Buck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, and then they sing, They, you know, most of them sing in their regular voice. Right. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. So who's the biggest celebrity that's been on there? Who would you say, Cindy? In my world? In Cindy's world. Chris Daughtry. Chris Daughtry was on there. And Cindy knew really? who that was immediately. Well, she, yeah, because, I mean, he's a singer. Yeah. Are all of these Brett people Michaels. singers? Not no. all of them. Some are athletes. Some are actors. Brett Michaels was Brett on there. Brett Michaels was on there, and now he the was horrible. He was horrible too. I don't know. He was all right. He was the banana. Did he sing "Talk Dirty" to me? No, they don't sing they their, don't own sing their own songs. songs. They sing different songs. Well, that's part of the problem then. Well, Clint Black was on. Clint, Clint Black. and Lisa Hartman Black were on there. The winner last season was who? Spoiler alert: the winner of last year's Mask. It, it was wasn't? a girl. Leanne Rhymes, oh, she won it, and Wayne Brady has won it. And did Donny Osmond win? I don't remember. Donny Osmond was on it. I think he might have. Oh, he was one of the like final contestants. Yeah. What's the weirdest contestant that's been on there? Like what the one whatever, Sarah Palin. Okay, yeah, that's odd. Yeah, she, did, did she obviously. Oh she no, she did terrible. She's a terrible singer. But who was the one? There was Buster Rhymes has been on it. But he at least Lil Wayne wasn't Lil Wayne. Wasn't Snoop Dogg on there? No, not Snoop Dogg. Was he a guest? He might have been a guest. A guest judge. Yeah, the I mean they, they have an interesting group of of people who show up on there. But hmm. uh, uh, I'm looking forward to this this season. And, you know, we're gonna watch it again. We always do. It's a cool concept. I just never. I don't necessarily before. get the mass dancer. That one I don't get. There's another. I haven't watched yeah. that. I don't get the you know because it just seems odd to tell who they are by their dancing. Right. <laughs> you know. Like everybody's gonna get on there and do the moonwalk and then they're gonna be like, oh my god, is that zombie Michael Jackson? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so there we go. And with that, zombie Michael Jackson teed up. It's time for Cindy's news of the weird. Dun, 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 dun. Well, this isn't necessarily news of the weird. All right, hit us. But I it. have to talk about this fight that broke out in the middle of Bath and Body Works. Have you seen the videos? <laughs> have you of seen this? the video of that, Josh? This Karen, I I don't know what she got angry at the employees for, but she went off in true Karen fashion. And she went after one of the employees. And this other employee that was standing there basically was like, oh, hell no. And she went after the customer. They had both had, there were like four employees that had her pinned to the ground. And there was another woman too. She's still fighting. Like she was scrappy. Yeah. And then this other woman pops up wearing black biker shorts and a and black, a bra. As yeah, far as and I a black tell. like tube top. And, um, yeah, and she was, get off her! Get I'm assuming her. they their coupon had expired. <laughs> Probably. Their, uh, their assumption. Their, their Bath and Body Works. It was hardcore, though. I mean, there was hair, hair pulling. There were candles flying around. This one employee's phone went flying. But luckily, some good Samaritan picked it up so it didn't get stepped on. And Cindy says she can't tell who threw the first punch. Well, when you look at, I've started, I started seeing some other videos from other angles, mm-hmm. and it does look like the customer completely instigated. 
this this interaction. Did she throw the first punch? I think so. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Josh watching these ladies fight right now, live. Wait a minute. This is. Hang on. I gotta go back to the beginning of this. It looks like the Royal Rumble. I think I got it up on my. Well, yeah, it looks like the the customer throws something at the yes employee, yes. and then the employee takes a swing at her. And then, she, and then the customer grabs her by the hunk of hair, yeah, they go down, yanks them down, yanks her down. Else jumping in, trying to break it up, and it's the worst fight I've ever seen hey, in a Bath and Body Works. Wearing masks, that's good. <laughs> Wait, did she just grab her shoe. Yeah. Oh, now it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> now there's a dude getting involved. Yeah, the employee. Yeah. Telling the woman with no clothes on to go away. <laughs> I'd be telling her that, too. Wow. I like this Josh play-by-play of the fight. Oh, and here she comes. She's hitting him with a haymaker. Oh, the the, wom- the woman that started it has lost her mask at this point. <laughs> She'll probably sue him now for exposure. I don't care who throws the first punch. If you come at me like you're going to throw a punch, you're right? getting the first punch right in your face. I mean, nobody should stand there and let someone punch no, them if you before they fight back. Yeah, if you come at me like mm. you might punch me, I'm going to punch you right away. I will preemptively knock yeah. you out. Or whatever. So, yeah, I just had to throw that in there. It's pretty crazy video. Put a link to that in our bungalow base. Oh, uh, I will say that I will, but I'm horrible about that. But all right, let's hear some news of the weird. All right, this is kind of good news of the weird. Okay, it's it's a feel good. Let's hear it. So this man in Los Angeles lost his two month old kitten in 2005. Okay, that's 25 years ago. And. What do you mean, 25 years ago? What? Know. I don't know years. It's like 15. Okay. 15 years. Anyway, um, he would let, he'd only had the kitten for a couple of months. He would let it out in the backyard and it would kind of wander around the backyard. And then in the evening, they would bring him in. That was that. Well, one, after one evening, they, he went out to get the kitten. The kitten was gone. Okay. So they searched for the cat and they searched for the cat and they couldn't find him. They put up signs. The cat was chipped. And but they they never never heard anything. So fast forward to current day. Twenty five years later. Sure. And the guy gets a call and says, We believe we have found your cat. We believe we have your cat in our possession. And he's thinking to himself, it's been fifteen years. There's no way. And at this point, he had believed that the kitten had wandered off from their property and had, and had maybe gotten eaten by coyotes or, you know, some, yeah, yeah, something had happened to it. But they said that, uh, so when he got the call, it was just this past Monday, and he got the call and he went to the vet office that had the cat and it, fully expecting that it wasn't going to be the cat. Because he said he thought the only thing that kept him questioning it was the fact that, well, if the chip matched, you know. Right. Somehow that's. And uh, he got there. And sure enough, it was his cat. 
15 years later, he found his cat. How awesome is that? That's crazy. Right? It was still a kitten? That's amazing. No, it was not. (laughs) Smart ass. (laughs) But what he thinks had happened at this point, and it's all speculation, but he thinks that somebody had found the kitten, kept it inside as their pet for so many years, and then it got loose from where it was living because he said that when he got her back, she was malnourished and she only weighed six pounds. That's some journey home. Which kind of shit was right what she weighed when she was a kitten and he first got her. And he said her nails were real were really long and they were cutting into her paws and stuff. So I mean she was in really rough shape. Mm. But Charles has Brandy again. And all's well that ends well. And there's a picture of Charles and Brandy. That is crazy. Isn't that awesome? I mean, I guess that's awesome. I'm, what do you mean you guess? It's awesome, but if I lost my cat for 15 years, I'm probably like, I don't want that cat at this <gasps> point. <laughs> that, did, did Charles replace the cat with another? Then he didn't want a cat. He probably threw that cat out. Like, he does. He <laughs> did currently have two cats. He probably, you are such a jackass. He probably threw that cat out, Aristocat style, right. in a bag into a river. You are horrible. <laughs> you are horrible. <laughs> he came back. I don't even know you. <laughs> He's like, I gotta get rid of this O'Malley cat right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's tossed her right Gone. Out. And then yeah. that cat found its way and back home. Like, are you? 15 what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the cat found me. I'm kidding. Obviously, it's a very heartwarming story. I But, you know, my job on this recording is to be the jackass, the voice of jackass. Oh, you do it well. You excel. <laughs> Let's hear another story. I can't wait. Let's yes. hear another one. <laughs> All right. So here's my next story. So this woman... In Orange City, Florida, which you know any story that comes out of Florida is usually going to be a cluster. It's going to be cray-cray. We love Florida on the so, bungalow. I love Florida. I have yeah. friends in Florida. I love Florida. But the, some of the stories that come out of that state, man, whoo, doggies. Okay, so Orange City, Dogs Florida. down there. <laughs> Forsaken by all. All right. So this woman from Orange City, Florida... Goes on Facebook. She's looking at her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. It's still kind of foggy at this point. At his Facebook page. And he's announcing that he's engaged to somebody that's not her. So she does a little, you know, digging, little PI work. Mm -hmm. And finds the new fiance's Facebook page. And the fiance is wearing a wedding ring set on her finger that belonged to this now ex-girlfriend's mother. Mm. Dude stole the ring from his current girlfriend and took it and gave it to the new girlfriend to get engaged. Listen, in the middle of a pandemic. I swear to God, (laughs) I will cut you. Does it? Can you really hold someone being thrifty against? 
<laughs> you call it three or okay. You do understand you're going to hell. When it's all said and done, you are going to hell. I got my plot reserved. There's a special hell for you. Yeah. No, all right, so let me understand this for real because as this is news of the weird. I was expecting you to say she went on Facebook and found out he was engaged to a sex doll or of Her a sister. spirit, or <laughs> I, w- I got a little, I went a little lame this week. I'll admit, or th- weird news. Sorry, three kittens in a trench coat. I don't know what he's engaged to, but well, so he's engaged he's, to another woman. He using, stole his. He stole current, jewelry from his current girlfriend. Girlfriend house. or fiance? Girlfriend. Oh well, that's okay then. <laughs> All right, so he stole jewelry from his girlfriend's house, yes. gave it to this girl he got engaged to. Yes. That's, you got to admit, the guy's got cojones. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was going to be the approach that you took. <laughs> this guy's ballsy. I mean, that's, that's, I often say you if you don't have a stone amongst you, if you don't do... This long story this short, is a, this guy's got a stone amongst him. Long, well, he's gonna he, his long stone's gonna spend some time in jail because our dear friend Sticky Hands not only took the ring set but stole some other jewelry from her from <laughs> from baby girl. Had to get stingy to had the to, total of six thousand two hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, he's going to jail. He had, he's going to jail. He had to get greedy. Yeah, he got greedy, and then he had so, to post it on social media. He didn't. Well, the fiance did. Oh uh, well, you know what? I but feel, look at him. He I feel looks, bad for her he too. He looks like a normal, average, everyday guy. Yeah. Like I would never look at him and think he's going. He's going to steal. You know what I mean? No, well, you can't tell someone's a scumbag just by well, looking at them necessarily. No, you're right about that. I mean, look at Josh. Scumbag. I don't have any jewelry to steal, Josh. I don't have any jewelry. <laughs> I don't wear jewelry. I don't either. Well, I mean... I'm just saying... I, don't I feel know. bad for the girl he got engaged to. Did the girl he got engaged to know that... No, she oh, did well, not. Oh, well, see, they're no. both, these, these women and have the woman, both been wrong. The woman that... The rings were stolen from. Contacted the fiance, and she, of course, was devastated and had no idea what. What is my dog doing over there? Sammy, get over here. He's sniffing. Oh boy! All right. So anyway, what's next? So my last piece, which I don't know. Some might think it's lame. Some might not think it's lame. I don't know. But I found it fascinating. So you know the the artwork, the piece of artwork, the scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mook. Yep. So there has been, it's been discovered that in one of the corners of the painting, it is written in faint pencil. It says, "Could have only been painted by a madman." Hmm. And. So there's been this big debate over did he write that or yeah. did someone who had possession of the painting at some time write that? Do you have a picture of that? Of the wording? Of the word where it says yeah, it can right only... there. Holy shit, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. When was this discovered? 
Um, that I'm not sure of. I'm sorry. Well, that's all right. But recently, yes, recently, yes. But anyway, they have they have finally done. They've done enough research. They said that it's visible to the naked eye, but it isn't very clear. The writing sure. isn't. Um, but they've had a lot of trouble interpreting it. But they have come to the conclusion that you through the pencil lines that they are on top of the paint and have been applied after the painting was finished. Okay. And but they said that that says that the inscription was first mentioned by a Danish art critic in 1904 when the painting was on exhibit in Copenhagen. Hmm. That was about 11 years after Munch painted it. Um Anyway, long story short, they've done the research, and it has been determined that it was written by Munch. He wrote it. He himself. wrote it. Yep, he wrote it himself. Which is <laughs> kind of sad, but kind of you know, like that that yeah. he would say. I mean, it's such an iconic piece, and it's the fact that he felt that way about himself—that he was a madman. I mean, I call right. myself a dumbass all the time, but I don't know if I'm going to write it on something. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's hmm. That's the epitome of a self-deprecating yeah. artist, Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Interesting. I also, I was looking at your screen as you did. Someone has applied one of those filters to the painting of the Mona Lisa. Have you seen these filters where you can put it on your old... Your your like pictures of your distant distant past relatives, and it'll animate them so that they're looking around oh, yeah. and, and everything. Um, Cindy was showing me this the other night, and apparently on TikTok's gotten into it, so you can't really. Yeah, you can't. That you can't even. I don't know if it'll let me. It's weird. It's well, anyway. But the idea is, you put an old picture in, and it, it they look like they're moving around, and you can see them. You know, moving, which is very... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw one of uh, Frederick Douglass. Yeah. And it was... Yeah, they're, they're creepy looking because he's just kind of... Yeah, he... Yeah, like, I the other night, before, tech, before the people of TikTok discovered this neat little trick, the other night, I was, like, pulling all these really old pictures I have of, you know, ancestors, and it was crazy, you know, to, like, see these... These faces animated. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's cool. It's scary because it just goes into this whole this whole idea of deep, to me, deep fake and everything else. You well, never yeah. know. I mean, the, the technology's there for them to make a a movie, a brand new movie starring John Wayne, Bruce Lee, and, yep. and yeah. Steve McQueen. Right. And you m- could probably tell that it's not really them, but it's going to look pretty damn realistic. Right. I mean, you just look at the end of Rogue One. Right, with... Uh, with Grand Moff Tarkin and yeah, with... Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Young Carrie Fisher. And then they did it again with... Um, well, they did it... Like, some company did a, a whole commercial with Bruce Lee, and it was all that technology. Right. Well, it's the same stuff they did to make Kurt Russell look young in Guardians of yeah. the yeah, see, Galaxy. I just That's did a, that with a picture of Squish. It's creepy. 
Yeah, especially because he's got what? His mouth. Well, he's dressed as he's curious dressed George. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help that he's dressed as curious George in that picture. That makes it even creepier. It looks like there's little baby hands sticking out of his head. Those are curious George's ears, dude. Oh, it totally okay. does. Okay. All right. Well, any more news of the weird, Cindy? That's it. That's all I got. Thank God this episode's over. Why do you say that? This, this is kind of shit show. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Are we not going to talk about the Dr. Seuss books that got... We could talk about Dr. Seuss. I would absolutely... Okay. They were not pulled. They weren't canceled. They, they weren't they canceled. Been canceled. They haven't been banned. The right. company that owns them decided that there's enough insensitive material in them that they're no longer going to publish them. It's yeah. no different than Song of the South from yep. Disney... Or anything like that, that they the company that owns the property has the right to decide if they want to publish it or not. Right. It's the same thing about Disney putting everything in the vault and then taking it out of the vault. They're creating, in their sense, they're creating false demand for a product. But in this sense, they are trying to be more socially conscious and say, "Look, the, these are not the these are not representative of who Theodore Giesel was." Yeah, um, and so yeah, I, you know, the call of all oh, Dr. Seuss has been canceled. Get over yourself. He has not been canceled. Overreact. The company, yeah. the estate, yeah, pulled those books. That's not and it was six a public books. outcry. And yeah, it was six books that I guarantee you, you can't even name. Well, that's well, it. See, that's I can tell thing. you a single one that's of those books. Thing. I saw. I, I had a few people that I, uh, and I'm not calling anybody out by name, but I had people on that I'm friends with on Facebook that were, like, going off about, you know, how ridiculous it is that these books are being canceled. And this one person in particular actually said in the same comment, I've never even heard of these books. So what do you care So why for? do you care? Why right. do you care? If you... Okay, it's, so when my first nephew was born... I signed up for the Dr. Seuss book club. Yeah, the one that had the cool little bookcase, yeah, the yeah. plastic and, one. And they sent you a new Dr. Seuss book every month. He never got those. The, I was to say I was yeah. a member those when were I was not part of that collection. When I was a kid, I was a member of the Dr. Seuss yeah. book club, and that none of those books. I don't know any of those. I don't books. know any. I didn't know any of them either. And so I was like, what? Okay. Well, yeah. This is just another one of those trigger things for some people. Yeah. I know of one book on there, and it was the one about I saw it on Mulberry Street. I didn't even know I'd, that one. I'd, I'd heard of it, but I can't say I ever even read it. But what you're really thinking of is the Twilight Zone episode of a <laughs> Maybe I am. I, that's, that, <laughs> yeah. You may absolutely be correct. Because when I saw that, too, I'm like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. And I'm like, no, wait a minute, that's a Twilight Zone episode. And I never knew that. Name. The so Monsters that, on Mulberry Street or something like that. Yeah. After so. I finished watching the entire series of Leave It to Beaver, uh-huh. I've been I've been trying to think of another epi- another series to start watching at night. That may be at Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Oh, then you'll never sleep at night. You won't be able to sleep because it's oh, so I scary. love Twilight Zone. The Twilight old Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, the original. Yeah. Yeah. With Rod Serling. Yep. Smoking a cigarette and the best part. So I've got those on Blu-ray because you can watch them on streaming. But when you're when they're on streaming, they don't show the post credit, like outro that Rod Serling was doing, which were usually product ads. Oh, on the Blu-rays they do. So he's doing cigarette ads. Oh my and gosh! Ads for products after they came back from 
the credit, the final credits, and the commercial after the final credits. So that's cool to watch. That's yeah. why I kept the Blu-rays of them. Huh. Oh, for sure. That is neat. Yeah, it's just fun. I think I have the Blu-rays of Twilight Zone. You got them for me when I you did. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, Cindy, we're back. It might have been a little rough for in spots, but we're back. We've done another recording. Do you want to take us out in style? So long from the bungalow, where the air is salty, and so are we. Welcome to the bungalow. Welcome to the bungalow, welcome to the bungalow, yeah, this your favorite show, Cindy and Kale coming through, they about to let it go, welcome to the bungalow, relax, have a seat, life, loving comics, is the place to be, he's a comic book writer, she's a music lover, things get a little crazy when these two get together, life's a surprise, like unpredictable weather, but when you got someone you love, it just make it all better, daily quizzes, tell me, can you keep up, news of the weird, I know you can't get enough, Cullen's Comic Corner, yeah, it's where it goes down, welcome to the bungalow it's our playground yeah welcome to the bungalow yeah this your favorite show cindy and kale coming through they about to let it go welcome to the bungalow relax have a seat yeah life loving comics is the place to be so welcome to the bungalow from a studio in the heart of snake mountain let's go